Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, good morning. We are, this is uh, now into uh, Monday in November, second second Monday in November, and we're uh, heading off into the middle of it and Thanksgiving coming up in a week or so, and uh, quite quite fun, and we're, we've been talking about the supernatural, and uh, as you, by the way, get ready for Thanksgiving, do you have a lot of things you got to do with your family, or you just kind of becomes easy to do, or? You know, Thanksgiving, I, I've shared this before, Thanksgiving we love, but it is a precursor to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we do we do really enjoy um, all of that, but really our season, we're, we're more that month, the Thanksgiving to Christmas is filled with all the fun traditions for us mostly. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, when we air this, we will have just wrapped up a retreat. So we'll have a retreat coming up right close to Thanksgiving uh, even. Cool. Um, this is a good time of the year, typically for us to do retreats just before that being said, we will have already at this point, put up most of our Christmas lights and just not turned them on Aha. So, because there is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's yeah. a lot of work with that for us. Um, uh, as we, uh, are heading into Thanksgiving, November, we are taping, uh, new courses, um, so it's going to be we have five mm, five new courses that's right uh, coming up and uh, we, we have a group coming out uh, that'll tape us tape with our production company uh, the uh, coursework that we get to do and so we we have fun just we because we really in essence you know do a, a, a retreat that's recorded right yeah uh, normally we try to come out for those and yeah. this year it totally coincides with our retreats yeah so. <laughs> yeah the uh, and the way we do it by the way and this is really uh, beautiful. Uh, is that uh, everybody that is participating in that, you know, kind of mini retreat. So it's usually mm -hmm. Linda and I and, and three other couples or six other people. Um, everybody is mic'd up. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is, this is really neat. And we've seen this happen uh, over the years, get even more sophisticated, but um, they're, they have robotic cameras mm -hmm. um, and they're hidden you know, behind where obviously they're not visible on the film, right? But they're robotic and controlled by the, uh, uh, you know, the people of the production, and so they're recording every single person individually right. for that for that time. You know, and we basically do sessions so they can splice it all together. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then we do we do lessons uh, one hour at a time. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll do a lesson, and then we'll break, and we we'll do a lesson and. Um, and they're taping. So we're all mic'd up and they're uh, taping every individual. Um, and what they do that evening mm -hmm. is that they verify that it all got recorded, uh, which right. they which they kind of do while it's being recorded. So we've never had to go back and, and do anything. Um, and then they copy it all mm -hmm. so that there's a, a saved duplication of it. Right. 
And then what they call post-production. So after we tape it, then they go back to their studio for the next three or four or five months. And they're editing it mm-hmm. and looking at how do, who's, who do I use when to, based on what they said right. uh, to create that opportunity for it to come across. You know? And so it's, it's really a wonderful process. And we who get to do it have the privilege of going through this material. <laughs> right, which is fantastic. Yeah. That's how I've gone through so many of these retreats, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, it's fun. And so, you know, we're, we, uh, we have now 24 uh, that will be uh, up on our website here. Uh, we have 19 up right now. We have another five that are being put up. Right. Uh, and that's because the editing's been done, and I've written the workbooks and all that. And then uh, we're going to tape five more. Excellent. So by maybe spring or summer next year, we'll have a twenty-nine total. Wow! Uh, so that uh, we always start with a biting, mm-hmm. and then we encourage people that if you have either individually as a couple or you and your small group, mm-hmm. uh, hey, I'd like to learn more about the supernatural. Right. Uh, well, you can go take the course. Uh, And there's a guide, there's a workbook with it, and you can facilitate either doing it yourself, you can do it with a small group. Uh, It works really, really well to keep now taking specific subjects. Mm -hmm. And hey, I'd like to learn more about that, you know, and so uh, it's really a a, a, Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because I think a lot of times people even listening to the podcast, um, we say it periodically, but not all the time, but it's important for them to know these resources, you know, what you're hearing, we're, we're kind of just taking a snail's pace yeah. <laughs> and, and enjoying just letting God lead and not having a time frame on these. But we have this material all in a course that can be done. I believe most of those are like six week ones, right? Yeah, they go, um, uh, they go from six uh, to eight. Uh, they can go eight. from what we have, uh, what we call lessons. And yeah. it's generally now three to four lessons, and you could either do an hour at a time, right? Or you could do half hour at a time. Yeah, and that's what we've done with yeah. groups before a lot of times, just so that we have more time yeah. to actually discuss the material. Yeah. Um, but I think it's such a beautiful. It really is set up well for small groups, and um, and you have such a a wide range. Once people have gone through abiding, that's the one thing that I always tell people is you, you have to start there. (laughs) You have to start there. But once they've gone through abiding and they're really walking that out, then going into those other courses, it's a great thing for churches to incorporate. Yep. Very easy to use. The materials all readily available. People can log on to it. And if they've missed a lesson, they can see it. It's very user-friendly. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to be, um, uh, and maybe we'll uh, actually do this on the podcast. But um, uh, after an abiding retreat, uh, one of the questions, and we've noticed this, is that uh, partly because we're just introducing this all, is could you help me even further mm-hmm. uh, with this aspect of I, 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 I did hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. I did start to enjoy the privilege of that. I would like to learn even more about that. And so what right. we're taping, by the way, is this little short uh, course specifically about mm. how do you, all the different ways you hear from God and, and oh, pra- good. practical ways to get people opened up mm-hmm. to how it's going to work for them. So we, we're going to encourage everybody that, that has been even through abiding uh, to go back and take this little short course. Uh, that's good. And it would be really terrific. There's another one we're doing, uh, which I think will be funny and fun. And I'm going to, 
probably turn it into a book. And that is because of what happened with Michelle. Mm. Um, the questions that we had right. is, well, what, what's it like really, you know, mm -hmm. and, and since God took her home, uh, what we call prematurely to us anyway, we had to understand, well, what actually is the reason for that and what happens there, you know? And so we, mm -hmm. we got, we got just by going to the word, we got all this great revelation of what heaven's really right. like. And, mm, and so, so we're going to tape that. And then I'll probably make a little, little short book because interesting enough, every believer kind of wonders, you know, right? we oh, know, yeah. we know where we're going to be. We know who we're going to be with, but we don't fully but, understand, but we coming. don't know what, it, what it's like. <laughs> and there's a lot of false thought about that. Mm. Uh, partly because of just people don't know and they, and they perpetuate not knowing. And then movies, of course, you know, have mm -hmm. portrayed it in a certain way and we kind of accepted it. So, um, we got, we got all kinds of cool stuff coming up, you know, with being able to tape it. So that'll be, that'll be a fun experience for us. And we're doing that right before Thanksgiving. So yeah, this will be, Excellent. that'll be, that'll be fun. Well, we've been talking about, um, choices. Uh, we've talked about persisting, uh, have a heart to go. We talked about choosing to go there first, start mm -hmm. to learn to go there first. Okay. I got an issue, got a problem, got something that's not working. You know, Father, what do you have to say about this? And I'm gonna, I'm willing to go your way instead of me figuring it out. Mm -hmm. By the way, since since you're you're powerful, more powerful than me, and you know more than me, I think I'll go that way. <laughs> so, you know, we try to help people do that. Um, and then uh, you appropriately brought up, you know, help your group think that way, mm -hmm. uh, and keep encouraging them to think that way, and then help them, you know, walk into it. And the last time we talked, Jesus said, uh, "Let me check your motive." Mm -hmm. um, are you just yeah, looking, are you just looking for supernatural and you want me to prove the supernatural or do you really want to be in relationship with me that where I will deliver the supernatural out of that mm -hmm. relationship? Um, so this is a, a, a next story about this process of how do we choose? So this is a story of the healing at the pool of Bethesda. So go to, uh, John five, mm -hmm. uh, one to a little bit long, but it's worthy story one to 15. Sure. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? And the sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked, and that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him, who was cured, it is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. <laughs> so I, that's always funny to me. Yeah, you're healed, but it's not right? lawful. <laughs> Goodness. It's not Sit lawful to be healed. <laughs> Go back to being unhealed. <laughs> he answered them, he who made me well said to me, take up your bed and walk. And then they ask him, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? 
But the one who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn a multitude being in that place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you've been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made them well, okay. made him well. Yeah. So um, uh, this is a, uh, you know, in Jerusalem, uh, there's gates uh, around the city. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, in the Jerusalem, this is on the uh, eastern side. Okay. And you come through uh, the gate and over to uh, on the north side. So you're kind of walking down the path and there's uh, you have to go off of this into what's called the Pool of Bethesda. And um, think of it as a you know, a gigantic, you know, spa. Like uh, a hot spring type like a, thing? Like, like a hot, hot, hot spring. Well, even okay. because of the rocks there, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you step down into like a hot tub, for example, mm -hmm. you know, you have one level of steps and you have a second level of steps and then, right. you know, ultimately it depends on how big it is. Well, this is, this is probably, you know, 75 to 100 feet long. Mm-hmm and probably 40, 50 feet wide, right. uh, kind of an oval, and there's stones mm -hmm. uh, that you, you know, you're sitting at the top and to get down into the water, you'd have to step down these stones uh, to get there. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's people who are infirm that would, you know, they're just kind of sitting there hanging out. Uh, maybe they can get healed, maybe not. Um, so Jesus purposely goes over there, um, and he sees this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and what does Jesus say to him? What's this question? Do you no. want to, do what? you want to be made well? Yeah. Do you actually want to be made well? So, mm -hmm. um, part of the question as we are choosing to, uh, answer this is, um, are you truly interested in mm -hmm. me delivering something supernatural to you or not? Right. Uh, interesting enough, a lot of the answers is not really. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, now think about that. We're believers. Do you really want this healed? Do you really want mm -hmm. the situation resolved? And the answer is not really. Why? Well, because I'll take care of it mm -hmm. uh, or I'm going to live with it. Um, and in a way, even though it's not super pleasant, I've kind of come to live with that unpleasantness as part of who I am. Right. I was going to say, it's not uncommon, honestly, for people to take an illness or, or a very sad situation, difficult situation and take it on as their identity. Right. And it has, you know, become part of who they are, part of the attention that they receive, part of the, um, yeah, just who they, you know, how they relate to other people even. Right. And the they'd rather stay in the rut they're in than step into something they don't know or understand. Yep. And I experienced that with uh, particular, particularly people with business who are struggling and always struggling. You know, well, do you want, that, want it resolved? It's almost mm -hmm. like, well, I don't expect it to be resolved. So right. uh, I think I'll just live with it. It's easier for me to live with it than it is to think of it being resolved. Now, part of that, see, is 
relative to I'm already disappointed. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have my hopes raised only to be disappointed more. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather not elevate my hopes. It's better to just leave it as it is. I, I can live with my, it's kind of funny, I can live right. with this, I can live with this disappointment easier than I can to go through another round of maybe it's going to be resolved, but it doesn't, it's going to even make it worse. So right. since it's going to be worse, I'll just, no, the answer is no, I, I don't really care about it, you know, um, or um, it's, and, and he, he actually responds, mm -hmm. do you want to be made well? And he says, yeah, but. Mm -hmm. um, in other words, uh, of course, of sure, you know, that should be my answer, but it is never going to happen for me. Mm -hmm. um, yes, but it'll never happen for me. And that's mm -hmm. what I call the yeah, but is, and, and we've, we've had people in retreats that have struggled with that, is that, okay, I got this issue, I got this problem. Uh, well, let's go see what God would have to say. Would you have a heart to go? And the answer is, yeah, but mm -hmm. it's not going to change. Okay, now think about why, why do people respond that way? Yeah, but here's, here's an opportunity. Would mm -hmm. you like to have God do something supernatural? And the answer is, yeah, but it ain't going to change. What, why, mm -hmm. do they say, why do they say that? Well, lack of belief, lack of experience in seeing him do something and resignation, fear of disappointment. There's all kinds of different things that play into all yeah. of that, right? Yeah, yeah. it's because, um, uh, well, I prayed about this and never has happened mm -hmm. anyway. So yeah, but I doubt mm -hmm. if it's gonna change, so why bother? Right. And Jesus says, well, it'd be worthy of you, of you doing it. He actually says, uh, even with that excuse, what does he say? Well, take up your bed and walk. Right. Um, in other words, I know how you feel about this. Mm -hmm. I know that you're resistant. I know that you're struggling. I'm telling you, despite all of that, I'm going to deliver the supernatural, you know, mm -hmm. take up your bed and walk. Now, the guy's paralyzed. So <laughs> mm -hmm. the, one, the one thing he can't do is take up his bed and walk. Right. Uh, so think about at that moment, mm -hmm. how does he respond to that? He had a choice to make right there, whether he acts in faith and attempts to take that first step, yeah. whether he attempts to get up or he stays right where he's at. Yeah. So that, that, okay. Now think about how beautifully you just said that. Um, I either make the effort mm -hmm. just all, cause he can't do it. Right. I've got to, at least he said to do it. And I believe, I, and I know, and I know who step. he is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, all I can do is make that first effort mm -hmm. or I can stay where I'm at. Right. No, I'm not going to take that first step. It ain't going to happen. Interesting enough, that's where a lot of people wind up is I'm not even mm -hmm. bothering taking that first step. And right. God says, take the step. While you take the step, I'm going to give you the supernatural work, but you're going to mm -hmm. have to have that desire to just take that first step, even though you can't. Right, uh, right. So he gets, he gets healed. Uh, he's uh, excited. And, <laughs> and the Jews say, you're not supposed to be healed. <laughs> uh, you can't do that on the Sabbath. Um, mm -hmm. And he says, 
I don't even care what you say. I'm I'm thrilled to death that I'm I'm healed. And so it doesn't mm -hmm. matter to me your stupid rules. You know that ain't gonna that doesn't matter to me any. Um, and who did that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> um, Jesus, but he's not here. Uh, so all I know is he said take up his bed and walk, and I did it. Mm -hmm. um, and so later, actually, Jesus finds him. Right. And now this is this is interesting because um, he probably hasn't been in the temple much. Uh, and the reason is, is that it's a long walk from the pool of Bethesda to the temple. Right. Um, it's doubtful that he was there much because he probably just right. could. He would have had to have been carried. Been carried. Likely, and, you right. know, they're not going to take him there all the time. So, but he now he's walking. Well, I'm mm -hmm. immediately going to go to the temple mm -hmm. and, and worship and praise, you know, and, and Jesus finds him. Um, and what does he say to him? He says, see, you have been made well, sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. Okay. So what, do, what was Jesus saying right there? Is that, you know, don't sin anymore, lest it actually gets worse for you again. Uh, mm -hmm. Which, by the way, you've had a miserable life already. Right. And don't, you know, don't go out and sin anymore. So what is he trying to say there that's, impl you know, particularly implied for us? When he says sin, sin no more. Think about sin. Really just, you know, you've experienced me now. Stay with me now. Don't don't walk away from me and try to do this on your own. Yes. Again now. So that's really the message mm -hmm. is that um, sin is just self-centeredness. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you uh, go into now that you've been experienced my work in your life. Mm hmm. Don't go and do it on your own, right? Uh, lest you get into another mess, right? That'll actually be worse than which this we've one. all done, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, learn to follow me. And of course, mm -hmm. um, this would have implication. And this is one of the people that you know we'll be able to to. I think when we get to heaven, this would be one of the cool things. It'd be we're going to meet this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, Hey, what was it like? You know, what did you do? And I believe that after the, uh, you know, the resurrection and Pentecost, he became part of the first church mm. and learned this, you know, really, really well is that, right. well, let me go follow him instead of me figuring it out. And I think he would have said to people, Jesus told me, right. It's going to be way better if I follow him than following myself. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the implication of it. So that I love it. uh, it's a, it's a hard issue that uh, one, um, do you have a heart to at least allow him to mm -hmm. demonstrate his answer to my problem, as opposed to just staying where you are and you never pursue it. Right. Uh, and I think of, you've said this before, you know, in talking with people, uh, how, you know, when people don't want to, yeah. you know, how's that working? How's, <laughs> how's that, that work? going for you? How's, how's that working, that working out for you, for you yeah. right now? Yeah. You know, and it's kind of the, what, what do you have to lose? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why don't you give it a go? You know? And then, uh, and then he says, stay, once you experience it. And this is, mm -hmm. this is important because this happens a lot is that I got an answer. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And I stop the relationship and pursuing the relationship. It's like, well, I got my problem solved. 
Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, I'm done. And I don't even think about it. And interesting enough, the next time I go back into the relationship is when? When I got another bad problem. When you got another, right. And God says, look, you'll have, you're going to have problems anyway. Why don't you just learn to walk with me and I'll resolve all of mm-hmm. them. Right. Uh, and I'll do it supernaturally and don't stay there and don't reject it. In essence, don't sin any further by going back and doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow me, follow me, follow me. And, and I'll deliver the supernatural. And so it's a, it's a beautiful reminder of, you know, first of all, do you have a heart to go and not stay? And I love what, the way you put it. Just don't stay where you are right? and accept where you are. And then as you experience it, don't just say, okay, thanks. I'll see you later. It's no mm-hmm. stay with me and let right. this become a life of the supernatural. And, and so it's really cool. So father, we thank you for this great little story uh, that you help us understand that it's uh, a choice that we have to make to even have a willingness to come. And then two, that once we experience it to keep coming to you and not going back to uh, ignoring this beautiful life that you have available to us. And we thank mm-hmm. you and praise you now in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. If this brought questions up for you, be sure to send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.